every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen, in the goddamn refrigerator. I sure am hungry. Yo, 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 welcome back everybody to the Morning Dinner Podcast. It's your boy Keem and Chuck. What up? And we host the Morning Dinner Podcast based out of Las Vegas where we interview and talk with and have conversations with creatives, entrepreneurs, and hustlers. And today we have Zelly Vibes in the house. What's up? <laughs> Zelly Vibes. For people who may not know about you, can you give them a quick little bio about who you are and what you do? Yep. So my name is Zelly Vibes. I was born in California, but raised out here in Vegas. And I'm a singer-songwriter. Singer-songwriter. How long have you been singing for? Mm, I've been singing since about, like, I want to say 15 years. 15 years? Yeah, 15 years ago. I used to, Damn. I started when I was 11, mm-hmm. like, to take it serious. Uh-huh. My um, my family found a teacher and all that stuff, a performance teacher, and she would just get me gigs and stuff like that. Mm. So I performed at restaurants and then um, just kept doing it growing up. And... Uh, I'm still doing it, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so the name Zelly Vibes is super unique. I've never heard anybody mm-hmm. with a name like that. Thank you. you know, like when you hear new artists come out nowadays, they're very ambiguous, or they're either, they're either very ambiguous or they have like a little sum, you know, in front of them. Uh, how did you come up with the name Zelly Vibes? Well, my um, my real name. So I'll show you. My mom just got me this chain for my birthday. So like, this is my real name. It's, it's, it's what it's is it? L. It's L. Oh, okay. It's L. It's spelled I T Z E L. Uh huh. So my family and friends call me Zell, Zelly, and then from there just you know Zelly. I I liked it anyway, so I just kept it, and um and then vibes, cause you know I'm all about good vibes and stuff. So it's like my vibes, the vibes that I bring. So Zelly vibes. Yeah, vibes has been one of one of those words that I've been hearing more and more. Uh, it's a vibe nowadays. It's, it's a vibe, a vibe. <laughs> right? Uh, it, it's it's very unique. Like when people say it's a vibe, it, it it like there's no direct definition of what it is, but you can feel it, right? Mm. Do you do you feel that that a vibe is kind of descriptive of how your music is? Your music is a vibe. Yeah, definitely. I feel like it's all about the vibe. You know, your energy, the energy you bring, energy you surround yourself with. So I don't know. I feel like I. I really like the name. I just like what I promote, you know, just growth and just good vibes. Mm-hmm. How how would you describe the uh, the style of music that you that you make? Um. Well, you see, I feel like I'm barely figuring that out. I was still too soon. I started doing English music about two years ago. Okay. So I just feel like I'm still exploring with my sound. Um. I feel like I do R and B. Influ- infused with um with latin vibes and hip-hop mm-hmm. um so i don't know where this is going to be honest yeah. i think it's just like you know wh- what i'm inspired by and stuff like that i don't really want to classify myself as something yet because i really don't know yet so you think you're, you're still trying to find your style and all that um i feel like as far as like my cadence mm-hmm. i feel like i i i think i I'm at a pretty good... Um, You're at a comfortable level. Yeah, maybe. I feel like I know what, what that is, but I just feel like as far as, like, genre, like, I don't know, you know, like... I, you I, don't want to tie down to a Because I don't think I rap, you uh-huh. know? I don't think I, like, rap rap, you know? But I do think I, I have a flow. Yeah. And uh, I sing is, like, more melodic. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I don't know if there's a name for it. But would, yeah. but would, say, but would like, you rap, though? Um, No. Because it's not my style. I like to listen to rap music. Mm-hmm. But as far as like my music, I just feel like a lot of the times artists, you know, uh, get confused with like 
trying to do the music that they like and it might not suit you, mm -hmm. you know? So I feel like it doesn't suit what I, what I want to do with my art. Right. Um, but I like rap. I love rap. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, my music is very influenced by rap. But what I'm comfortable with doing is just what I do. You know, too, like English is my second language. Mm -hmm. So it's it's um, my vocabulary. It's still growing. And I feel like ever since I started doing English music, it's gotten better. Mm -hmm. I still have an accent. I still have like um, it's one difficulty of those yeah. pronouncing <laughs> some words. Yeah. But <clears throat> it's really fun. And it's so crazy how much growth I've had like within even a year from from um yeah even from a year ago because like I said I'm learning new words mm -hmm. and stuff that's mm -hmm. crazy yeah so you said you, you said Spanish was your first language yeah. and English was your second mm -hmm. my, my Spanish was my first language too oh, okay we, we should do the rest of the podcast in Spanish and isolate check out <laughs> I'm just gonna well I, I don't talk anyways it doesn't even matter he's gonna be on standby in the corner where Google oh, Translate <laughs> <laughs> Muy bien, me gusta. <laughs> so, so you said you you've been singing for for eleven years or sixteen? No, for about like fifteen plus. Okay. About to be sixteen, I guess. No. But um, so it's because my my parents uh pretty much I was born and then two weeks later they took me to Mexico mm -hmm. and then I came back to America when Yo, I was nine. That's crazy, right? The, that's the exact same thing that happened to me. I was born in L.A. We moved to uh, Baja California till I was six, and then we moved to Vegas. That's oh, wow. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what too is like when I came over here at nine, it was fifth grade. Yeah. So it was really tough on me because you know you have no friends. You're you're trying to be cool like in middle school, but you can't be cool because you know like your English is not so good. I mean, I was always cool, yeah. I was always cool. But I'm saying, like, you know, I knew my potential. Right. But it was just, like, even, like, learning songs and stuff like that, you know. Until this day, I have to look at my words, even when I write them. You know, even, even like, anything. Like, uh -huh. I have to, to just look at a paper and just read it from there. Like, anything I read, like, books, anything, is, like, I have to look at the words because mm -hmm. that's just how... I learned English. Mm -hmm. well, was there ever like a phrase that, because that, coming from a Spanish background and learning to speak English, I'm assuming you learned it mostly through school, right? And through hanging out with friends. Was there ever like a phrase that got you like into speaking English? Like for me, it was like, dude, dude, totally dude was like the, the first thing I spoke in being English. <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 Everybody said it, bro. It was like, hey, dude, hey, dude, it dude. Was I, was like, I was like six. I was like, hey, que? Que dijiste? Uh, what, what you said? I, I couldn't understand it, bro. I what? didn't know what that was. You just said totally? dude. Yeah, can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, was there was there ever like a, a Spanish like or English uh, uh, phrase that yeah. you ever used? Was that that you remember being your well, first? Honestly, I think it's just like the music. I remember I used to love Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears. Ooh, okay. It was crazy. So like, I remember being in Mexico trying to learn you know, the words or mimic what they would say. And Genie I wouldn't in a bottle? Even understand. I just would, would mimic the, the the flow, but I just didn't really know yeah, what no. I was saying. You're, so I would okay. ask my cousin to translate um, the words for me. Uh -huh. And um, and yeah, that's how I would do it. But, you know, it was music and also I'd say uh, the bad words. Like, that's really all I would I would know. <laughs> I think yeah. that, that's something that we all learn, like, first initially is the bad words, right? Even in Spanish. Somebody yeah. wants to learn Spanish, the first word they learn, the first words they learn is the, is the bad words, the that's cuss true. words. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, okay, that, that's, a, that's a unique experience coming to, wait, where, where, did you move from Mexico to Las Vegas? Or, or, yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. directly to Vegas. Yep. 
Okay. Uh, my my auntie used to live here, so yeah, like my my family, they were you know all immigrants came over here to America to you know find just better better work and mm-hmm. just for a better life, you know, because out there is pretty crazy. So 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 what was it that I mean you're coming to Vegas as a as a as a you know Hispanic with no English speaking background? What is the what what's the, the the turning point in your life that makes you go? I want to have a career in music. Um, honestly, I, ever since I can remember, so like, I have this vivid memory of me, um, just singing along to commercial songs and like the soap operas intro music. Uh-huh. I learn it and I just sing it. And I'm telling you, I remember playing with my Barbies in the patio, but my mom would have the TV up. So I just, that was my favorite part of like TV, just the intro music. Cause I would just get down, you know, just, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, it was like that. And then I just, um, so I have my cousin, Alice Aguirre. She's, um, an amazing, talented artist, singer, songwriter. She's actually signed to Universal. Oh, yeah. really nice. Yeah. So shout out to, to her. She's doing amazing right now. Mm-hmm. And so, um, <clears throat> she's the one that would have me sing, um, Selena songs with her on mm-hmm. her swings. So the neighbors would come out and, you know, in their backyard and they would just, be our audience right and um it was selena's songs that i learned first and uh, i just loved it i yeah. just loved singing i just loved doing it and then from there it was popping because she got me um some instrumentals mm-hmm. and so she's like you know um i'm gonna leave you these and then because she would just come and, and visit us out uh-huh. here so whenever she would come we would just perform it for our family and then kinda from like a there, karaoke kind of thing yeah and so when i was uh, 11 my mom it was like some some mariachi song that I learned, and they were like, "Whoa, she can actually sing! What's going on here?" Mm-hmm. You know, with that new um, um, karaoke karaoke scene yeah. that my that my um, cousin had left me there. So then after that, they were like, "You know what? You should like really look into this because we think she's pretty good. Uh-huh. Like she's she's doing really good." So um, they went and found. Um, they actually went to a record store uh-huh. and my mom was trying to give me more karaoke CDs for me to learn and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, um, finally found, uh, this record store and they referred her to my, uh, performance teacher. She, her name is, um, Isela Gutierrez uh-huh. and she works now for Univision and the Grammys and all that stuff. And she, thanks to her, honestly, man, she put me on like, I performed everywhere in Las Vegas casinos since I was little and and um I just like with mariachis I was getting paid doing all that yeah. just at restaurants right I would literally get home at 11 o'clock at night on a school night yeah you know and um and yeah just from restaurants private parties uh casinos restaurants uh you name it events they had me going everywhere and um, it was pretty fun. I had no life, you know, <laughs> but it was pretty fun. Yeah, my childhood was different. You know, I didn't get to go to like the movies yeah. or hang out with my friends and do yeah. normal stuff until I was like 18. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, once you find a passion <clears throat> and then you find, oh, damn, I can make money doing this passion. You kind of lose the want to do other things that don't make you money. Right. You know what? Yeah, I feel like I can agree with you, but I feel like... um I went through a stage where 
it was getting a little bit too controlling mm -hmm. from like my family and you know my teacher and stuff like that you mean but, like they, they wanted to control the, the artistry behind you or yeah and at the at that time i was so young i didn't get it you know yeah i didn't understand i just wanted to sing mm -hmm. and you know it's like when it's a business you you, you You just move different. They were trying to move different. And I just didn't get it. I just wanted to have fun. Yeah. yeah. And then once it got to, you know, I was getting older. It was just, it was just different. So I just, you know, I just started feeling like I wasn't complete. Mm -hmm. You know, I started feeling depressed. Right. And I didn't understand why. So I took some time off. Maybe like, I want to say like a year. Mm -hmm. From like 18 to 19. I went to college. Had a job at sony playstation and like you know it's pretty good i it, i was living a normal life i had my own apartment all that stuff mm -hmm. but i just didn't feel like if i felt something was missing yeah so i went back to visit my spanish teacher and i was like yo i just feel this way and she was like what makes you feel the best like what's what's something that makes you feel like wow like i feel amazing mm -hmm. and then first thing came to my mind is music you know That's just what so makes you feel So while you were in college, you weren't doing any type of music? No. Not I was just damn. trying to be normal. You know? What were you going off. to college for exactly? For communications. Communications? Yeah, and the thing is that what made me quit was because I just felt like I just didn't have a normal life. Like, I just wanted to feel like I was normal, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, and so when I left, I started feeling depressed because I wasn't doing them no more. And, um, you know, now that I'm older, I just realized I'm like, damn, like, I just, you know, I just didn't really appreciate it so much. I was, you, you're young, you, you grow from things, you know, but yeah. I definitely, kn I know they were just trying to look out for me and they were trying to move into more of a business perspective and yeah. stuff well, like and that, also, you know. And also the thing is when you're a brand new artist and you don't know exactly what you want to be, everybody feels like they have the answer, right? Like, oh, this is, this is what yeah. you should do because yeah. this is what other people have done yeah. and that's what works. Yeah. And I, uh, yeah, 100% I can yeah. agree with that. And I just went back to doing music after that, and I never stopped. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so were you so you started out singing Spanish songs mm -hmm. and doing like you know Latin music mm -hmm. and all that stuff. What was the turning point that made you go, I want to make English music and have this new type of sound to it? So okay, so then I um, I went on TV to do a Spanish contest, and I went to like semi semifinals and stuff. And you know after that I. I had a pretty good following online and stuff. I was doing YouTube covers, mm -hmm. all that stuff. And, you know, labels were hitting me up on all that. And um, I just didn't really like what they were going for at the time. I don't know if you're familiar with this. It's called um, Corridos. Mm -hmm. So Corridos music is a little bit more... Um, violent is drinking it? music bro it's drinking music <laughs> so it's like trap it's like spanish trap but not like one about like mafia damn that's stuff. a good yeah. way to put it uh, that's a good yeah, way to it's put like it spanish, it's like spanish trap but yeah. it's like it's just so funny because it's like the same happy like, like baseline the, yeah. but it's like i'm gonna kill you <laughs> no, yeah spanish and music crazy. sounds happy bro yeah <laughs> it's crazy it's kind of it's like all the cartels you know yeah. get involved and stuff like that and you know um It's not a game. Like it is not a game at all <laughs> oh, yeah, whatsoever. Really yeah. Like you really about. die, you know, for for being um, affiliated with the with the wrong. 
there's a documentary on Netflix that shows about like the the the, the narcotraficos that like they actually get these musicians to write these songs for them. They pay them very mm-hmm. handsomely, but it's also like and it's and one of the things that I'm guilty for because I do speak Spanish, but as I've gotten older, I've lost the touch to speak Spanish as fluently as I used to. So when I listen to this like Cocorridos music, dude, I, I just listen and I dance to it. But then it's like, holy shit, there's some really dark stuff in these yeah, songs. Like, for real. <laughs> it's crazy. And so uh, um, they also wanted me to, you know, speak more ethnic, uh-huh. more like more like from over there, from the hood over there, you know, mm-hmm. the, the lingo. Yeah. They wanted me to date um, guys that, you know, cowboys, you know, they wanted me to. Um, what are those called? Aren't they called something? What? The cowboys with the big ass feet. Like you've seen those toes? Oh, the uh, that dude no, that, stuff. I mean, oh, okay. There, there's no name for those yeah. guys. Oh, I thought there was something. <laughs> Pendejos is what you call them. Uh, um, so oh, that um, they wanted me to like dye my hair uh, dark and uh-huh. you know just appear more yeah. more uh, Mexican, yeah. and they wanted me to dress like they wanted me to dress. Yeah. And they wanted me sing that kind of music because it was booming. That's what he was, you know, booming and stuff. And so, I just. You know, I just felt so confused. I mm-hmm. just did I just didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And then I had to really take a moment and be like, "Dang, this is it. Whether it's either I do it or I don't or and then I just I don't know. I had no direction, you know, and I had a band and everything. So, I stopped again for a whole year, but I didn't stop doing music. I just stopped doing Spanish music uh-huh. cuz for a whole year it was dark times for me, man, cuz Man, I just felt like so alone and just so depressed because I only had one friend that did English music, you know, and I always I was always a fan of music, but I just didn't even know my sound. I didn't know what to do. I knew no studios because for English music, you got to find, you know, a beat, instrumental, stuff like that. I was more used to singing live music with a band and mariachis and stuff like that. Right. So I had no idea how to do it. Um, so for a whole year, I would just, you know, just mess around with YouTube. So I would go on YouTube and just find type of beats. Mm. And then finally I got comfortable enough and which was, I would never post those songs, you know, <laughs> but I went online and I went on Craigslist and, um, found, a, a studio. Oh my God. Good old Craigslist. Yo, I went to this studio, right. And I pull up, it's a garage. And uh-huh. so I'm like, I don't care, you know, this is it, this is cool, I'm doing this. I'm making it. Yeah, I'm doing this. <laughs> so I go in up. there, and you know, um, they're all hyped and stuff, you know, they think it's cool, we're about to record. So then I just freak out, and I cried. You know, I cried, I'm <laughs> like, oh, dang, I don't know, I just feel crazy. You know, and I it, I wrote the music and everything, it was all my lyrics, everything. Uh-huh. So... Um, Wait, did you cry because you liked the sound that was that you were making? No, or? I just felt like I had was it just anxiety. Like a, okay, that's what I it was. I had anxiety and I was going through some stuff. I don't know. I just felt crazy, you know. Yeah. And I was there by myself. Yeah. Well, you know. Damn. So yeah. So then, um, but I did record one song, and then, um, which I apparently wasn't that that bad. Mm-hmm. But it was. I mean, I would never post it. But I'm saying it wasn't that 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 bad. But so I would show my friends, and they were like, okay. You know, this is cool. And um, I found a, cool. yeah, it's cool. Keep going, whatever, happy me up. You know, so I was like, man, okay, I'm just going to keep going. Um, and so then um, I kept developing my sound. Um, and uh, I 
um, got introduced to one of my homies. He's uh, his name is uh, Zeke. He is a DJ from other from Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. So he was like, you know what? You have talent. Like you have potential. You just keep going. And so I was like, cool. You know, he's my homie, and I was just talking to him about music stuff like that. Finally, finally, um, I was. At my um, homegirl uh, Daisy's house, mm-hmm. she she would just let me be on her computer, and she would just let me be there all day, just being just practicing, looking up for beads, and like I'd be there for hours, dude. Like I wake up and I'd be there for hours and go to sleep and wake up, do the same thing over and over again. And so um, finally, I I uh, found the beat for Heavy Submarine, and. Uh, I was finally like, damn, this is good. Mm-hmm. I really like this. Right. I think I'm going to go record this. And uh, I showed a few of my friends. They're like, wow, this is really good. Yeah, you know, record it, whatever. So um, went and uh, I was referred to another studio. Finally, I posted online. I said, looking for a studio in Vegas. You know, I, I didn't want to reach out for help like that. But I'm like, what to do? No one's helping me, you know, the only one person that I knew that did music, you know, wasn't telling me anything or wasn't really um, allowing me to record where they would record or anything. And mm-hmm. I was going to pay, you know, but it's just people, you know, are, yeah. I don't know. People I was just starting. Going on. No shade, you know, but yeah. I mean, man, it, I've came a long way. So after that, <laughs> finally, uh, someone reached out and they're like, Diamond Cut Studios, you know, come through, whatever. Book my uh, book my session, and I recorded Heavy Submarine, and um, so what year was that? That was 2016. Okay, and so I released it 2016, mm-hmm. and it was so good. I mean, until right now, it's like the song that has the most plays, mm-hmm. and it was it was just I feel like that marked. Um, what would be like Zelly vibes, you know? So, so you're saying that uh, Heavy Submarine was the song that said, okay, this is who yeah. I am as an artist. This mm-hmm. is what you more or less can expect from my sound. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it was really awesome. It was like R&B. People would uh, think that it was Gwen Stefani. So I was like, dang, they're already comparing me to someone so huge. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's really good. And so um, I just kept going with that vibe put out my first mixtape and then I just kept working after that you know met with uh some my Dawson at the Junction Sound yeah. okay. oh actually no he was in Junction Sound yet he was at Camel Hump okay yeah and uh then linked up with him and then from there it was just go time you know that's tight yeah, yeah we had that whole conversation <laughs> yeah we had we had Dawson up here we shout talked about his Dawson. internship at Camel yeah. Hump shout out to him because he's a good person he's amazing dude yeah. honestly man I'm just so glad that I feel like um, deciding to do English music was the best uh, decision of my life Mm -hmm. because I finally feel like I really enjoy my music Mm -hmm. and I really love it. I even whenever I would perform perform my Spanish, they would tell me, you know, it's like there's more like there's more. And I'd be like, I know, but this is what I can do right now. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. So then um, whenever I perform for the first time, my my English music, it was like different, you know, mm-hmm. like uh-huh. I actually felt it. Like yeah. I felt that energy. That's one of the things about music, though. I mean, if you if you are 100 percent feeling it and, mm-hmm. you know, that's what you the way you want, nobody can tell you. Nobody can tell mm-hmm. you that you should change everything. I mean, look, yeah. like, I mean, there, there's so much music out there um, that 
doesn't have it doesn't fit into categories it's its own thing i mean look look at how 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 people who who do like mumble rap they do the uh uh or even like we'll talk about these like kind of depressing artists like depressing rappers like lil xan and shit like that like that's something that i would necessarily not listen to but there's definitely an audience for that and who, how would he have known to do that if everybody else was telling yeah. him you should do it this way exactly you know Lil Wayne do, does it this way so you should do it that way too you yeah know? dude and it was so scary too because I got a lot a lot of blackmail for going to um, English music black dude man. I had hate mail like crazy because I had built an audience oh, for, for my Spanish it. so they kept saying you betray your roots how could you you know now you just want to be black blah 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 like Ooh. it was bad it was crazy yeah. so I felt so alone I felt like what it would get to me you know they would go and bash me on youtube on my comments like it was bad they would make uh, fake pages of my family members of me Whoa. i mean it was a whole thing Damn. yeah i was really going through it and um but you know what i kept i kept going with my gut and i said no like i know this is what i want to do and there's more of me mm-hmm. and um and then i just kept working on myself until you know what i um uh, when I started um, implementing my culture in my music, now it's even on another level because doing uh, Spanish with English mm-hmm. and finding that balance is like really truly who I am. Right. And so it just keeps getting better. I'm just yeah. like so excited that wow. that I took that step and I was brave because it takes a lot to to start from scratch. Like I, guys, like I'm telling you, I. I stole that heavy submarine beat. I stole it because I had no idea how to do even business. You know, yeah. I didn't know how to how to go you about it. You don't know it. the legalities Nothing. of it. I had no idea on how to start. Like I literally started from scratch by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, and then um, allegedly stole it. Yeah, I stole it because I, actually now <laughs> I own it. Okay. I own the beat. Okay, it was yeah, really expensive. <laughs> it was yeah. It was so expensive. Yeah. But shout out to Urena because, you know, she helped me um, find a, a good deal for, for the beat. Urena's your manager? Um, yes. Okay. And she came through, man, because the, the beat um, is by uh, producer Giovanni. And uh, that beat actually was used by Trey Songs and other artists, oh, by so many people. But see, it had the most... Um, place on youtube so i just i didn't hear it on the radio or anything so i was like you know what this is a good this is a good investment because i know this this song keeps going up and up and i just really have faith in that song and like man mark my words like that song is going to be like mm-hmm. one of the first ones you know like russ he had yeah. like a song for like two years and then he finally made it to the radio yeah and that's how i feel about this song so i wanted to get prepared mm-hmm. so we went through this whole thing found the producer and you know did the business with him and and he actually let you guys use it and yeah. everything that, well, well of course for a price yeah for tight. a price and we got it down from youtube so took it down from youtube and uh own all the masters everything so we're ready so, to so, go so, so you're Damn, talking about back tight. in the day you used to like rip music yes. off of youtube yes so you were working with that low quality mp3 yeah. file instead of the wave Dude, file we actually yeah. had to re-record it like i the the version of yeah. the video is not the version that's now on spotify and itunes and all that because uh-huh. we after we got the the um the files after we got the stems, we had to actually re-record the whole thing. And if you listen to the old version and the new version, it's like crazy how much growth. Yeah. Like my English, my enunciation, everything is just so crisp. And I'm just 
you know, so happy because quality is the way to go. And if anyone, you know, is listening to us right now, like I, I'm seriously just like an open book and just really telling it how it is because I really started from like, you know, not knowing, like looking Mm -hmm. for type of beats. And now it's just like, wow, just like even doing interviews like this and just like reminiscing on all that's right. like crazy humble beginnings man that's yeah, what it's all about sure. that, that's how that's how you stay grounded as an artist you know what i mean like you you don't come from the bullshit you you tell it like it is you tell your story and and hope that people can resonate mm-hmm. it can resonate with people um let's talk about um real quick what have you learned in your career that has helped you become a better artist um definitely being open-minded uh dropping your ego you know not taking stuff personal um knowing how to take control of your session um and just doing the inner work i feel like uh just as an artist just building your confidence Mm -hmm. and knowing when to say no i know it's like a lot of things but seriously guys like it's just i've learned so much well the thing is too it's just never plain and simple there's always layers to shit right uh, it's never like, oh, like do this and you will make it. It's a combination of a whole bunch of things. Yeah, it's that balance, you know. It's mm-hmm. that balance because um, like when people, I'm very open-minded, but I will try the things that work for me. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, an opinion is just an opinion. And, you know, you can't, you can't cry about it, you know. Everyone has different perceptions. Mm-hmm. So what you think of my music might not be the same thing oh, you think 100%. of my music. Yeah. And what I think of my music is definitely different. So it's really learning how to be open-minded, yeah. dropping your ego, and understanding that um, there is constructive criticism yeah. and there is not. And just learning to take what's what's um, what works for you and then not get offended by the other stuff you know yeah and honestly just working together reaching out for help um doing good business you know because you can't be burning out you you can't be burning your your bridges Mm -hmm. you know and also it's just like i just feel like it's all about good vibes and just reaching out and and building your team Mm -hmm. because i know there are things that you know i started this by myself but I wouldn't be at the level I'm on if it wasn't for my family and my team. Yeah. For real. Yeah. That's true. So my advice is just uh, that, just to be open-minded and... Keep good people around keep you. Keep good people around you. And, you know, people that contribute to your career mm-hmm. um, are key, definitely. What, what, what would you say is... What would you say is one of the things about the industry, music in general, that you would like to see a change in? um respect when it comes down to female um entertainers and not just for female singers there's females in in this industry that do so many different things dancers you know painters if you're female it's really hard to get respected in this industry and and not just in this industry i feel like just in life in general you Mm. know we um uh appear more in the background and you know we appear sometimes like you know i feel like it's just more male dominated so i feel like you know as a man you already feel it's natural for men to have a strong ego you know because it's like your testosterone yeah you know (laughs) but i feel like testosterone but, but i feel like it's also um that and it's also like men 
feel like you know they gotta protect you know like yeah. lions yeah. and sometimes you know as a man i feel like i just wish that man would understand that like females got it like you know we're also strong and we're smart we're intelligent and we're here to make a statement you know and we no longer want to be in the background you know we all, all have the same 24 hours and be there for females as a protector and all of that when it's needed you mm -hmm. know when you ask for help as a female be there for them but also like don't try to just always take control like let us let us do our thing man you know like we're we're just like you we're humans <laughs> mm -hmm. we're humans and we're very talented just like y'all are and you know i just feel like we just need to grow in unity and i just wish that you know we receive more support from men and i feel like it's happening it's happening i see it i have i, faith. I, I definitely have seen a, a rise in female artists uh, or even just in female empowerment lately um i mean even with like the culture out here in mm -hmm. las vegas i mean oh, there's yeah. there's there's a bunch of uh, uh events that are catered like specifically for women yeah. you know what i mean and i think i, that, I think I, th I think i think that's a beautiful thing man i always thought like just women always killed it when they did shit too like they just have like an extra level of everything they do uh, and that's not just saying it to like you know dick ride or anything like it's just yeah <laughs> or however you say that <laughs> like i said i feel like it's all about the ego like for mm -hmm. real i've done a lot of research on you know personal growth and stuff like that and i really feel like i'm so understanding now you know that's why i try not to take things personal and i promise every single guy that has came at me wrong has you know reached out sooner than later and apologized because it's like you know finally you know, they understand, they understand that, like, you know, we all got the same 24, you yeah. know, and it's, I'm just a female. I'm not trying to take from anybody's light, any male or female, like I'm here to work on my own path, you right. know? Mm -hmm. And so like, yeah, like they've reached out and, you know, like I've been getting a lot more support from men and stuff like that, especially in my city. But at first, at the beginning, when I first came into the scene, you know, in Las Vegas culture, it was really hard. I got I, I didn't have no support from men, only a few. And then, you know, I, I didn't give up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we kept on building. Um, I have no beef with nobody. Yeah. You know, I have no beef at all with nobody. Call him out, but call him out right now. Call him out. Not because I don't. I just I believe in growth, man. Yeah. You know, we all here trying to, you know, work for our our, our goals. So I feel like uh, it's all about growth. It's That's one of those things. Better that, like, in numbers for sure. Yeah. yeah. If you're focused on your on your journey and improving yourself, mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't matter what people think about you in, in, in the long run. You know what I mean? Like focus on you. Uh, kill it and then it, it, like kind of like you said how people who have who have come at you wrong have let her come back and ch either change their opinion about mm -hmm. you or apologize it's because they realize when when they're dealing with somebody who's focused and doesn't have time for all that negative energy you 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 tend to attract the energy you put out right mm. um and when you're so positive like that i feel like you only attract good people around you dude that's why i, I just always wait for that moment and I don't even sweat it because I know that I put good intention into everything I do there you go and you know I just try my best and I feel like it's a if anybody has a problem with me it's because it's a it's an inner thing you know and I I always just say that like it's an inner thing like you know it's so hard to to live a, a normal life a regular your your personal life and then still you know work on your craft and your artistic stuff so i get that you go through things and sometimes people are not 
on the right mindset, you know. But if one thing I could say is, yeah, just, you know, a message out there to all men, you know, we need y'all to be uh, uh, in unity with us females to to help us, you mm -hmm. know, to help us and protect us and be there when we ask for y'all support, man. Mm -hmm. We got this, though, you know. We're queens. Y'all are kings. Like, we're, we can all do our thing and, and be much more powerful. Real talk. We're, we're, we're not kings ourselves. We're more like, like, like yeah. princess, little princess. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're on the rise. I think said little princesses. <laughs> no, no, that's a matter of respect, though. I, I think that's one of the things that I do like about you a lot is that you're, you have no bad intentions. Mm. Yeah, it's um, super good vibes. And, and, like, and I can tell there's no ego with you. You know what I mean? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, and I just even though you showed up late to the podcast. My bad, nah, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. that's what I, 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 I told you guys a story, like yeah. no cap. for real, for real. Shit happens. Like, Shit happens. Man, one hundred percent. No, we. I'm just loving that we couldn't do this the, the podcast yeah, longer. Yeah, we want to talk longer. <laughs> we literally, we literally yeah. had like I think two and a half hours worth of like just shit Bruh. we wanted to talk about. Uh, but real quick, <laughs> so we do have like a good another 20 minutes. I want to touch on some more important, more important things. Yeah, for uh, sure. Well, not more important, but just like more current. Mm -hmm. um, you just released a song called OMG. Mm -hmm. What went behind? the thought process of creating that song how did that song come about dang so that was song was written on july 29th and actually the hook was written on july 29th and it was for a total different beat that i found on soundcloud mm -hmm. so i had a really bad night you know on a personal level and um i had left the event where i was at and i went to Uranus house and we smoked and you know she passed out on me and so I was there crying you know I'm like oh shit you know I'm just feeling really alone <laughs> yeah and so then something in in me like just said you know you know what? like I'm just gonna do something that makes me feel better all the time and it's just making music so you know on my phone I didn't even have my laptop on or anything so um I just grabbed my phone I was on SoundCloud and I bumped into that beat out of the nowhere and so I just uh, started saying, like, you know, how I would just wish that I just felt like, dang, I just can't believe, like, I had to make a selfish decision that night. And um, selfish decision, but for a better me, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was hard. So I just I just kept saying, dang, like, I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm good. So that's how I, I started saying, I can't believe I made it. Oh, my God. That's That's what I was trying to say. Mm -hmm. at that moment like mm -hmm. dang i can't believe i've made it this far you know like mm -hmm. i gotta keep going so don't fuck up my aesthetic you know i meant like don't mess up what i got going on because i'm gonna go crazy you know right. like you know like if someone would come and, and mess up with with your bag you know with what you got going on with your podcast you you're gonna turn up so that's what i kept saying you know my aesthetic like what i'm about you know my right. vibes and stuff and so um yeah, it's just really about growth. And two, um, you know, at that time, um, you know, an artist got a whole deal, you know, with my sound. And so I was getting um, people tagging me on, on this person that has like over a million followers now, you know. And, uh, and I was getting people telling me that they thought it was me on the radio. Like, it was crazy, you know? And I actually, there's more to the story mm -hmm. uh, to this, you know? Well, and, feel um, free to talk about it. Yeah, wait, wait. Oh, so what nah. is it, real? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Nah, but, nah, but you know what? Nah, uh, it ended up on a positive thing because from okay. there I got, they, uh, you know, um, 
someone very, very, very important. Shout out to Malik Youssef, you know, Grammy Award winner. I got introduced to him um, by Dawson and Tenes. Mm -hmm. You know, from that experience, I um, actually got to work uh, with him and on his camp in Oakland, like secluded for a whole week, just learning so much and working on music and stuff like that. And um, it, it all came down, you know, it was from from that um, whole thing with that artist and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So he's like, you know, um, I got to work with Malik through that because he reached out um, after all that stuff. So, um, man, it was like I said, it's like you go through things, dude. And for real, it was a dark moment for me, like really crazy because, you know, um, I've been working on my sound for so long. That's why I haven't deleted my Spanish stuff and all that stuff because I want people to see, you know, it's authentic. Right. Like they want that you want them to see the progression. Yeah, and and two, like you know, now I understand it is different because my sound is new, is wavy. So a lot of people are gonna get inspired, which I want, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But it's like sometimes you know, there's people that do things in different ways and stuff like that. So it's like. You know, I don't know. You know, I could never just go in and steal someone's flow and, you know, like really do it that way yeah. because that's not me, yeah. even though I'm inspired by many artists and stuff. So it was just like I said, just trying to understand that, you know, being an artist, it comes with that. You know? Oh, yeah, for sure. You can't patent like your sound, unfortunately. Mm hmm. But, you know, I got good, good. Um, I got some new fans from that. You know, I got to work with. Uh, Malik Youssef from Good Music, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, now is, that's on my resume. And like I said, that's that's another thing. Like, I'm I'm a human being, you know. I just felt like, dang, I've been working on myself for so long. Like, you know, what am I going to do now? You know, this artist got a whole deal, you know, with my sound. I mean, like, it's funny because, like, that's damn. literally <laughs> what just happened today with, like, uh, there's this beat maker called Curtis King. And uh, I think oh, yeah. it was Suicide Boys. Yeah. Um, They literally took, like, his entire beat and they just added a few things to it but this full like he was super humble about it he was like well you know what i uh bootlegged fl studio i bootlegged omnisphere like I he's said, like i don't deserve this shit he's <laughs> like i don't he's like damn so he he really and he talked about it he's super humble now you know but he's also making really good money because i think it's kind of different when you're really struggling I'm not saying you but just in general when you're really struggling and if somebody stole your shit and mm -hmm. they got big off of it that would kind of hurt you know, and yeah. in that moment of time when you're in struggle, mo like survival mode, basically. Struggle mode. Struggle mode. <laughs> when you're in like survival mode, like, bro, like yeah. you, you know, you're short tempered. You're not as patient. It's probably why not everybody. It's probably why I break bots to Bruno Mars, bro. Yeah, because he's probably like, damn, Bruno Mars is making probably what Breakbot makes you know one yeah. Bruno Mars show is probably what Breakbot makes in a whole year. So it's yeah, like, yeah, bro, it's kind of sucks. Like, it's like, uh, at least give me some love. Yeah. What, what song was that with a, a treasure uh to be honest bro i still don't want to say anything because i think both those songs are like stolen from change oh yeah well that's the like thing though that's the thing is there's it's, no it's such, crazy it goes, out here there's bro. no <laughs> such thing as an original original yeah, song like everything has been remade rehashed put their own twist on it mm -hmm. like weren't you talking about like there's just, only so many notes yeah the, the, right. yeah it was a producer uh producer um uh quincy jones he was talking about how there's only 12 notes in existence. 
but look at how many different songs genres yeah. people have managed to make with it right mm-hmm. i mean i mean that's what you have mashups like you have songs that you sing and then you can totally see yourself singing it over the a complete different beat because it's the same melodic you know chord progression or whatever I see. honestly i just want my check like that's it like i'll sell you all my music bro yeah. like for real yeah. i don't even care like yeah. i'm the source well, and i'm gonna keep coming out with more more art well, just like yeah. you guys even if someone gets inspired like that really taught me a lesson at the time i was going through it you know i yeah. was like damn oh, what am i gonna yeah. do yeah. blah 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 whatever you know but then i'm like bro the the um at that time like how I sound and what has came from oh my god and my inspiration from there and stuff like that and other music is so different like my sound keeps evolving yeah you know and and I'm not scared it's okay you know like I got this it's fine like I that was a very valuable lesson you uh-huh. know to not have attachments that's something I learned from Malik Yusuf man to not have attachments to be ready and it's okay you know because you are the energy you are the source yep. you can keep coming out with more dope things and you can't you can't be in the past that's gone you know yeah let's move forward and so um yeah like from there i just like i said my thing i'm ready to sell all my songs all my music i was gonna so ask any, you any artists out there you know want to cop one of my all my songs <laughs> <ready to> holler. <laughs> i mean you should you i mean do you do you like sell features like do you would you if somebody want like if i wanted to collab with you i'm not an artist but if i wanted to collab <laughs> with you i say hey zelly like yeah can hit I, my dm hit your dm okay yeah or better yeah hit your, hit your manager <laughs> yeah, yeah hit my dm yep i'm doing uh features now for when i when i started i didn't want to work with anybody because i wasn't i wasn't comfortable yeah. enough you know and i i as a new artist i just felt like i need to work on my stuff first but now yes i'm at a, at a good um, you know, um, it's a good time for me to do these kind of things. Yeah, and I've I've been working with people. I have I have features that you know aren't even out yet. I got. Um, do you have to be a little picky with certain features, or um, are you just like? Yeah, I mean, yeah, honestly, I'm a little bit picky, but you know, I I check everything out. Every anyone that sends me music, hey, anything like that, I'm way, checking it out. If my song is trash. And I send it to you, and I'm like, yo, I got a thousand dollars. You still gonna do it? I right? got fifty thousand. <laughs> you know I got ten thousand dollars. Honestly, right now. I feel like, um, see, that's another thing about working with me. I, I would actually care. So I'd be like, you know, can we rearrange this? Can we better cadence this and that? Yeah. You know, I'd I'd even go as oh, far as tight. doing that. Right. You know, I wouldn't just you step into like take, a producer mode almost. Yeah, because I'm all about I'm all about relationships. You feel me? Yeah. And I'm all about growth, and that's why I feel like I share my experiences and i share um uh things that i've learned because why not mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. why not like i feel like there's people out there that that could find this useful and um same thing with features and stuff like that like i've worked with people like elmer that helped me with my singing stuff mm-hmm. you know so it's like why wouldn't i do the same for other people uh-huh. that's tight yeah. that's respect that's dope. Yeah. Let's talk about your uh, your cover art for your for the for the single OMG. Yes. It's it's a plant. Yes. So can, it's you, a, can you talk to me because I actually like I was peeping I was peeping your feed and there's mm-hmm. a lot of plant related stuff. Yeah. In your feed, like you'll either have like a photo of a succulent or something like that. Yeah. Like, I love I love nature. I love um, the outdoors. And shout out to Yorina because she actually um, 
is the one that made me do more like outdoor stuff like hiking and yeah. you know going to the park for no reason yeah. and stuff like that <laughs> for no reason you know just to chill yeah. and stuff <laughs> it, I, yeah i don't know i don't know what was wrong with me even like back then for sports like i was never the type that would do sports or like to sweat or, or things like that you know i yeah. just like to enjoy the food and on the pictures <laughs> and cheer for you and stuff, you know? Yeah. But yeah, no, like I just got connected more with mother nature and like, I just love green stuff and like plants and trees and it's just so simple, you know, but it's so beautiful. Yeah. Like you see, I plants, took, I took it, I took a deeper meaning to it. Cause after, growth. after, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was looking through your feet. Yes. And I was like, she's trying to show her growth. Like, yeah, that too. It, it, well, the reason why I even chose that plant is because like I said, the meaning for, oh my God, you know, was mm -hmm. um, about growth uh -huh. and what I was going through that, getting through that, you know, and it's like watering a plant and you just letting it grow, you know? So man, like I said, it's just the simple things in life. What mm -hmm. What's your definition of making it? I feel like I, I've been made it, you know, mm -hmm. actually this year. Um, I feel like I made it this year mm -hmm. because I got, I tapped in this like self love that I've never had before. Mm -hmm. And it keeps getting stronger and stronger. Like who I am now is not who I was last year. And I just keep working on myself, you know, my inner self doing the work and learning more and more. But Definitely, I think that this year, because um, I have self-love, I do what I love every single day, like, for real. I just keep getting Yeah, I was going to say, give blessings. some tips, because some people need that for sure. Yeah, like, every day, you know, I just work on myself, and I just feel like I already made it, because for me, it's just the simple things in life. Honestly, guys, I'm so chill. I'm so chill. Oh, like, yeah, I don't, the most bougie thing that you would say about me is I like clothes. Mm. But even there, even then, like I like going to the thrift stores thrift. and and get some fly stuff from there, you know, or whatever. Like I, I don't know. I would like to work with designers from from my hometown, and you know, like you know, like my girl Christy Lee from Hot Mess Boutique, mm -hmm. or like Wavy Money, um, you know, or like uh, Sinners Sinners Club. I like stuff like that. So it's like. You know, I don't know. I don't even think about designer stuff right now or anything like that. But that's like what I like, you know, yeah. but yeah. I'm so chill. Like, like, I just I love my family, my friends. I love hanging out with my friends. I love doing music. Like that's what my life consists of. Like right. music, I my love. friends, my family and food. And your family <laughs> and your family is in complete support of you following yeah. your career. Yeah, definitely. And you know what? My dad was going through it, too. Um, he just didn't understand what I was doing, where I was going with my English music. Mm -hmm. But then he started going to my um, performances and he was like, dang, okay, like this is better. Yeah. I saw this your is better. support you though. Oh I yeah, they support me so much, man. Without them, I wouldn't, I would, I wouldn't be like where I'm at right now for real. Sometimes like if um, I, I need to pay for a beat or um, I need extra money for this or that, you know, who comes through my dad. <laughs> my yeah. dad be investing and you know i be working a lot too man it's all all of, this year also i learned how to manage my money and i'm still working on it man because <laughs> yeah. you know all what i i don't care about money so much like i'm talking about like i literally to me money is just a tool yep to do the things that i gotta do but ever since i i don't know do like for real that's another thing too that i learned this year uh just about like managing your money budgeting and stuff like that because yeah 
uh, doing this independent thing is crazy. Yeah. Like, you'll go through your money so quick. Yeah. yeah. You know, ups and downs. But, yeah, shout out to my family, man, because to me, that defines me making it. Just being in harmony with the people that I love and making music, you know, that's it. What would you say is your most treasured memory with your family? Uh, One of them. One of them. Or it could be like a... Uh, either a fond memory or a time of the year that you just treasure the most. Well, what 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 hits you? This is off script right here, guys. It was, <laughs> I was just curious because I mean you love your family, right? Yeah. Your family is very important, and I think it's almost like a. It's also definitely a Hispanic thing, like mm-hmm. like familia solo. They preach you that from the beginning. You know what I mean? Um. So um, like. Honestly, dang, I have so many good moments with my family, dude. I can't. Even, I feel like they're they're those those moments aren't even here yet. I was and gonna say though, and it's crazy because I, I've had so so many amazing moments with my family, but damn, you know when 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 I get that big 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 bag, it'll be a different story because then they can work on themselves too, you know. Yeah. So how'd so, you feel when your dad uh, started watching you do the English? Like, did that? Um, did you feel anything for that, or you just eh? You know I what? Told you that. I did. I did feel some type of way at first because I kept telling them, like, guys, like, I'm seeing more progress doing English music than with my Spanish. I don't know. Like, I feel like this was meant to be. Mm. And they just didn't really understand. But now it's like, if my dad likes it, then I know it's it's on because he always tells me, like, I could hear this on the radio. No, not this one. This one, yes. <laughs> this nice. one, yeah. You know, he's more involved and... They support me. They're always That's sharing right. my stuff on Facebook and stuff. Oh, they're so sweet. <laughs> you, you you once posted on Instagram, uh, "Stop hating yourself for what you aren't. Work with what you have." What so, inspired that? A lot of people hit me up talking about, "Oh, I don't. I have a job and I don't really have time. Oh, you know, I'm going through this, through that. I'm going through shit too. For real. Like, don't let that follower shit fool you. You feel me? Because it's important, yeah, it's an audience, but that's not my reality. My reality is the moment, you know? And honestly, I just feel like you gotta work with what's in front of you, with what's, with your surroundings, with your environment, with what you have at the moment, because what else are you gonna do? Like, you're just gonna be miserable, mm-hmm. you know? That you gotta just work with your resources. Whenever you don't, see, this is something else too that I got from you right now. She said, you know, I, there was a moment where I felt really lost. So, and I was going through that, you know, through like, fuck, you know, I just wish I had more of this, more of that, whatever. But the thing is, you don't have it. So you got to work with what you have at that moment. Yeah. So like she said, this is the time to reinvent yourself, you know, and be creative with what you got. Yeah. So, man, I, I'm telling you, man, I, it's only been a year that I haven't had a nine to five. But when I did, I had two jobs. And I still would go to events, right. get ready in the car and everything. It kind of you know? it goes it goes back to what you originally said is that everybody has the same twenty four hours in a day. And don't think my family and and people yeah contribute <clears throat> and stuff like that you know. But don't think that you know my family is giving me bread or or this and or I'm doing things that I'm not comfortable with or whatever because mm-hmm. I'm not bro mm-hmm. for real. Like I've I've worked so hard for for this you know I've worked really hard for my money and it's been. 16 years almost you know of investing my time and money and i'm barely seeing you know like it blossoming is that a word yeah blooming yeah blossoming yeah blossoming is a word yeah and so um i'm barely it's like so don't give up 
you know, don't give up. Work with what you have. If you got homies, um, you know, you. So this is another thing too. It's like, you know, you can't expect to get things for free. Some people do work with you. Some people, you know, do things uh, full time like me. You feel me? So it's like, I'll work with you. You know, and some producers work with me too. Um, to where like they understand, you know, that, you know, you're working with a budget, but they'll understand and work with you, mm -hmm. you know? So like I said, a lot of things, a lot of times you think, oh, oh, I bet it's this much. You don't even know. Why don't you do your research? Right. You know, and talk to them. Tell them, come with a budget and a plan. I have this much. What can you do for me? They'll respect you for that and give you a discount mm -hmm. and help you. Work with your community. That's where it's at, man. Build your relationships. Let's, you know, work. Maybe you know a person that does what you actually do. You do videos. You do photography. You do, you know, other stuff. I don't know. What else do you do? I do uh, all the same thing. All Chuck, the same Chuck, thing? Chuck, Chuck does producing okay. and also does graphic and yeah, also does so, animation. Oh, dope. Graphic yeah. designer, you mm -hmm. know? We're in-house. <laughs> other people do so many other things, you know? And a lot yeah. of people think like, or they just get ahead of themselves. And it's like... You know, star building, yeah, it's about quality, but you can get quality within your community. I'll say this, you know? Mars, these yep. microphones are $18. You don't need a $1,000 microphone no. to get started. Oh, yeah. Work with producers, you know, from from your from your hometown. You know, um, it's, like I said, it's just about the support and um, just getting your budget. Save up. Instead of going to Starbucks, instead of eating out, eat at home. Mm -hmm. You know, get your budget. You know, you I have a jar where I put my bread, you know, instead yeah. of eating out, I'll just be and that's how I be making shit happen. Yeah. A lot of people for anybody, I've heard the craziest things. Oh, she's doing this. She's doing that for money. Oh, this and that. Somebody must be doing this. Somebody. That, yeah, I have a team, but we all work hard. Right. All of us. Right. We work. We work so hard for real and just work with what you have. Reach out, build your team and do good business be a good person build your relationships i definitely agree Come, <laughs> coming across genuinely and not just yo what can i do f what what can i get from you like why let, let me be your friend so that i can get this from you yeah. instead of being that way let's say what can i give to you that you can give to me like well how can we mutually benefit each other mm -hmm. right value value yeah yeah you kind of hit on a lot of different topics yeah there. we didn't even have to ask yeah, i was like <laughs> you actually like, blazed through like 10 questions yeah, bro, i just feel like yeah. it's meant to be every time I, I you know i'm on on a platform where you know other people can listen to me i really just say the things that have helped me for real for real yeah like i ain't giving you like you know the typical whatever like this is on some real stuff mm -hmm. because man all this growth like it's been it's been real like i've gone through my ups and downs and i'm still building you know i'm still building sometimes i think like it's so unreal yeah. how much love and and um support i've been getting but man it's real when when you tap in with yourself mm -hmm. and you just like engage with the present and look around who's there now who's there now my family my friends and i got some dope ass talented friends right. that do music mm -hmm. do beats graphic design videos i was gonna say the 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 heavy submarine and the uh, omg video like they're bro they're pretty yeah. dope like and that's a shout out to geo visuals geo spino you know from out here from vegas and shout out to um, recipe films 
for for that because they're very talented and there's so many other talented um videographers ross cop films i got two videos that haven't dropped that i already got i they're ready to go mm -hmm. um we haven't dropped them yet but i've worked with them they're really good quality too so like i said y'all get get your get your stuff together man yeah. because we got amazing people in our city it's yeah. crazy you know i'm just here like man you know i want to keep on building here in my hometown because um it's working <laughs> oh yeah well as much as we want to keep this podcast going unfortunately we do have to cut it close today because we have a uh, we Mike still got like a good hour Mike, and almost. Mike xavier yeah we got a good hour, bro lit. we got it and out of that hour you actually went through a lot yeah so That's i think awesome. i really feel people are going to listen to this and get a lot of value out of it uh, but real quick before we close out um where can people find you online um you can find all my music and interviews uh anything about me online zelly vibes z-e-l-l-y vibes uh v-i-b-e-s just type it in i've been lucky enough because everywhere you know my usernames is always the same oh, and nice. um yeah just uh support my new video oh my god is on youtube and shout out to all my supporters for making this happen because dude like for real if it wasn't for the support it's getting it would not be where it's at right now for mm -hmm. real and i just hope that all my tips you know helps someone help someone and for thank sure. you so much for inviting me here guys of course you, i really wanted to come on no we'll definitely yeah. have to have you on again at some yeah. point if you're down mm -hmm. uh just to kind of go even even further and more in depth and maybe talk about other experiences you've had because sure. i'm sure your career has been kind of crazy you know so, yeah oh my god yeah, yeah it's, so that's gonna be another another hour or two on its own <laughs> right there but we appreciate you being on thank uh, you. we'll put we'll go ahead and post all your information in the description for down sure. below uh, for itunes spotify and all that good stuff but uh yeah, I think it's for rocking with us, and we'll Thank catch you. you guys on the next morning dinner. Every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen, in the goddamn refrigerator. I sure am hungry.